when we were saying singing the power of Jesus' name, there really is power in that name because Jesus says, hey, look, I'm going on now to be with my Father, and I want you to use my name. Matter of fact, in John chapter 16, he says, you haven't used my name up until this point, but from now on, I want you to use my name. And there will be power. Matter of fact, because of what he did, oh, thank you. Thank you so much, honey. Oh, blessings on you. Mufasa. I mean, <laughs> we watched The Lion King way too much when we had our kids growing up. There's some cool stuff in there. What is that? Kuna Matata. No worries. Come to church with no worries. Thank you, Lord. Um, matter of fact, there's been times when I've prayed for people and actually said that because I, I could tell that they were, never mind. <laughs> That's a boom. <laughs> rabbit trail. I'll be, I'll be going there for a while. <laughs> anyway. Authority in the name of Jesus. Um, uh, and I want to, all of you, if you got your Bibles, I want you to turn to Luke chapter 9. Luke chapter 9. And then we'll probably go over to Luke chapter 10. Um, so it'll be pretty easy. Luke chapter 9. And we're going to go into verse um, 1 and 2 and maybe 6. Uh, thank you, Lord. Healing water. Let the water of the Holy Spirit fill this vessel. Thank you, Lord. More, 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 more. Uh, thank you. Luke chapter 9. Everybody there? Luke chapter 9. Who's not there yet? Luke chapter 9. You're not there yet? Okay. One, two, three, four, five. We're waiting on you. You there? Oh, he's all oh, your. Okay, you're with your dad, and he's just taking his time over there. All right, we'll wait. You got it? <laughs> so, I, Lord, forgive me. Okay, Luke chapter 9, verses 1. <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> okay. uh, thank you, Lord. Whew. Luke chapter 9, ver verse 1. <laughs> 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 okay, come on, Lord. Who? <laughs> Luke chapter nine, verse one. Then he called the twelve disciples together and gave them power and authority over all demons to cure diseases. And he sent them to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. And then if you jump down to verse 6. So they departed and went through the towns preaching the gospel and healing everywhere. Now they didn't receive the power of the Holy Spirit yet. But what happened to Jesus is Jesus received the power of the Holy Spirit when he was baptized. So what Jesus did, he was still with them. So he get, get delegated his power that he had in him and the power of the Holy Spirit on him. And what happened when that delegated power from Jesus got on them? Well, you see that that authority they had over the demons and the power over the demons to cure sickness and disease. And they went in that power and authority and sickness and disease, demons, come on, 
It was in the power and authority of Jesus' name. And then they come back. And so let's go over to Luke uh, 19. Uh, I'm sorry, Luke 10, verse 19 and 20. Luke 10, verses 19 and 20. Now they're coming back after he sent them out. And they're coming back and they're like, whoa, this is so cool. I'm paraphrasing. This is so cool. Man, even the demons are subject to us. Man, oh man, I mean, this is great. Aaron, man, you should have seen what was going on. Man, the demons are fleeing and everything. And man, we just went, boom, and the power just, whew. And it was all so good. And they come back and they're telling Jesus, like, this is, this is all right. And Jesus said um, to them, Behold, I give you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. Listen, guys. Again, I'm going to paraphrase. Listen, guys, this is all cool that you're getting all this power and authority over the demons. But really, the power and authority comes because your name has been written in heaven. And it's heaven's power and authority that's on you because of who you are in me. And so we've got to re realize that and understand that's the power and authority. Because remember what happened to, I think it was John, the sons of Zebedee's, I think it was. They were saying, hey. God, man, we've got all this power and authority. Let's call down fire from heaven and just fry them. Remember they did? They said that. Um, you know, sometimes the power and authority, if it's not used properly and it gets into our flesh, we can have some issues. But every one of us, aside from that, every one of us have been given the authority of the name of Jesus. Every single Christian has the authority to use the name of Jesus. And there's power in the name. What we're saying is, Jesus says, guess what, guys? I went down to hell and got the keys back. I got all the keys back. And uh, guess what? With these keys, you now have authority. The gates of hell cannot, the gates of hell cannot prevail against you, my church. Because I've given you all authority. I've given you the keys back. So all authority has been given to us in the name of Jesus. And by his name, we, like he did, can say to demons, sickness and disease, go. Why? In Jesus' name, in the authority vested in me in the name of Jesus, I have the authority to marry people as a pastor. The state gives me that authority also. So when I finish up a marriage ceremony, I usually end with, by the power and authority that Jesus Christ has given me and in the state of Michigan. I have the state of Michigan's authority and most importantly the authority of Jesus Christ to marry people. Then I get to take that contract and sign it and bring it to the courthouse and you're legally married. Why? Because of the authority that's been given to me. We've got a signed contract written in the blood of Jesus Christ that we have authority in the name of Jesus over all of the enemy in power. And Jesus said it this way. I'm going to go through a lot of verses today with you. Those two um, that you looked up, but I'm going to go on. You don't have to look up all these, but write them down. 
Jesus releases his power and authority. Look at what happened to Jesus. I'm going to just, on Luke chapter 4, excuse me, verse 36. Then they were all amazed and spoke to themselves, saying, the scribes and Pharisees, that is, what a word is this? For what, for what, with authority and what power did he command unclean spirits and they would come out? They, they didn't get it. They didn't understand that when Jesus came to this earth, he came from all the authority of heaven. And even though he was fully man when he walked this earth, he was walking in the authority of heaven. In that scripture that uh, we like to read out of the Lord, we call it the Lord's Prayer, on earth as it is in heaven, it was on Jesus. On Jesus as it was in heaven. And Jesus says, I want you to pray like this. On Dennis, as it is in heaven. On Deborah, as it is in heaven. Come on, on Aaron, as it is in heaven. On Shannon, as it is in heaven. Why? Jesus said, because your names are written in heaven. Didn't he say that to them? And because your names are written in heaven and you're part of heaven and you have the authority of heaven on you as it is in heaven, you are a carrier of heaven's glory because of the authority of my name that I've given you. Isn't that cool? Think about that for a minute. You have full authority in the name of Jesus. Carrier of his name. Delegated authority. Delegated authority of Jesus for what he did. Um, in uh, Luke 4, 1, it says, Then Jesus, being filled with the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan. What happened in the Jordan? He got baptized, got filled with the Holy Spirit, and he was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. And then in Luke uh, 4, 14, it says, Then Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit to Galilee, and the news of him went out for all the surrounding region. Jesus was filled with the Holy Spirit, driven or, or told to go into the wilderness by the Holy Spirit, 40 days, 40 nights, fasted, got tempted of the devil, overcome the power of the devil through overcome the power of the devil through the power of the Holy Spirit in him and the authority that he had, came out and his ministry began. You have been given that same authority and the same power. Jesus cast out demons through the power of the Holy Spirit, it says in Matthew 12, 28. The Greek word, again, authority means exousia, which means delegated authority. I am married to Deb, so Deb has all the delegated authority that I have, and I have all the delegated authority of her. We are joint and severally owners of our house because we are married. So it's her house and my house. We are joint heirs with Christ. Get that? <laughs> Here, just say good job. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> Lord, thank you. Um, so I've, I've been given delegated authority. But here's another one, power. We all have authority. In Jesus' name. I think you can understand that a little bit. Maybe I'll read a couple more verses just so we get a hold of this. John chapter 14, verses 12 through 14. Very famous section of scripture. I think you all know it, but I'll read it. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these will he do, because I go to my Father. 
And whatever you ask in my name, I will do it. That the Father may be glorified in the Son. Then he repeats himself. And if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Jesus twice tells us that in that little section of scripture. Whatever you ask in my name, I'm going to do because I go to the Father. The Father's going to be glorified in me and I and you and we become one. Why am I saying that? Because in John chapter um, 17, he says to us that I and the Father are one. I and the Father and the Father in me and you in me. And in the Father, what he's done is he made us one with him. Delegated authority because of who we are. Who? <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Let that sink in. You have the delegated authority of Jesus Christ. So, Jesus is going back to heaven. He says, okay, come on, team. Come on, folks. Here's what it, what's going to happen now. I've been walking on the earth. And I've given you this delegated authority, but now I'm going on to heaven. And because my blood has been shed, um, I'm going to the Father. And because I'm with the Father, I'm letting you know that where I am, you use my name. All that power of heaven's glory now is to be used at your disposal. Matter of fact, all authority has been given to me on heaven and on earth. And I give it to you. Now go, therefore. What am I doing? I'm kind of going through the Great Commission, ain't I? All authority was given to Jesus, and Jesus then commissioned his disciples and us in that authority. In that authority. But then he did something else that was so cool. I mean, think about that. Just the delegated authority. Would that be enough to get the mission done? Yeah, pretty much, I would say. But then he gave us something called power. Dunamis, it's like the word for dynamite. Not only am I going to give you the authority, but I'm going to give you the power, the dynamite, the, the power to back it up. He says, so I want you to go and wait for that power to come. And he said that in Acts chapter 1 verse 8. And that power, what, what is that power? Most well, some of you are starting to think, what's he talking about? What is that power? They had to go and wait for the power of the Holy Spirit. And at Pentecost, that power came. So not only did they have the authority of Jesus' name, not only do you have the authority of Jesus' name, not only do I have the authority of Jesus' name, but I have the power of God himself and the Spirit living inside of me that backs up the authority of that name. Let's say um, there's people that are walking in authority, but... You know, people are kind of being like, ah, I don't have to listen to him. You know, he's just a little guy. You got you. You might have authority over me. He might have authority over me, let's say. But why should I listen to him? What's he going to do? Beat me up? <laughs> so, but if he had God in him, which you do, and God rises up and says, um, you want a little bit of me? <laughs> no, no. God in us, the hope of glory. Christ in us, the hope of glory itself. So we've got all delegated power and authority in Jesus Christ and in the power of the Holy Spirit in us. 
And again, I just want to share a few verses here about that. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Ooh. Romans chapter 15, verse 13 says, Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we ever think or ask because one, we've been given the authority and two, we've got all the power backing it up. Mm. Romans 8, and I'll read it, Romans 8 verses 9 through 11 says it this way, but you are not in the flesh and when we were born again, what happened? We were not in the flesh anymore. We've been born into the what? The spirit. So, but you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If indeed the spirit of God dwells in you. Now, if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, he's none of his. But if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin. But the spirit is life because of righteousness. Famous verse, we all quote it, verse 11. But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, you will be raised from the dead. Also, he will give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, is what he's saying. The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you. The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you. John 14, 23, Jesus was preparing to leave and he's at the Last Supper and he says these words to them just before he goes to the cross. He says, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word and the Father will love him and we will come to him and make our home in him. Every one of us are carriers of or the home of God. God does not dwell in temples made with hands anymore. He dwells in you. God dwells in you. Authority, the power of God dwelling in us. I've been in meetings where the power of God dwelling in us so manifested, the manifest presence of God came so thick and so heavy that there was no message there was no, I mean, the person couldn't even talk up there. The, the, the thickness and the glory of God was so heavy in the worship and in the praise that holy laughter began to break out. That, hey, all right. It, oh, I thought that was a holy laughter breaking out. <laughs> that it would just flow through the room that um, people were crying and weeping before the Lord. That things were manifest. That people were actually getting healed just being in the presence of the meeting. That no one was laying hands on people. That it was just the manifest presence of God that was so thick and so heavy. That's that power of God living in us. And when two of us are gathered in his name, think about that. The power of that is so, so, ah, so good. Thank you, Lord. So, power of the presence of God.
Do you believe that his authority in you is present in you right now in this room? Do you believe the power of the presence of God is here right now? I, I would hope so because every one of you have claimed to be Christians. So that power and authority is here today. Here's what happens to us. We know these verses. We've read them all. I'm sure you've read everything that I've read before. Um, is that we were listening to something in the um, prayer room before, um, and we were gathered for prayer before worship. And the song was, I think it was, I still believe that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I still believe that he has the power to raise the deck. Dead. I still believe that he is the power that to set addicts free. I still believe that he has the power to break off any chains of bondages. I still believe that no sickness can stand in his name. I still believe that he is the same God that raised Christ from the dead and he's in me. I believe that resurrection power, come on, now I'm getting off the song a little bit, but that resurrection power is in this room today. And if there's anyone Anyone that feels any chains. Matter of fact, we sung about the chains being broken in the power of Jesus' name. That chains cannot stand and be on you. That bondages cannot be on you in the power of the Holy Spirit. How can a bondage live in the same house as the Holy Spirit? And so we've got to start still believing. The problem with most, with me, not you guys, is right here. Either this is true, what I'm saying, or God's a liar. Either this is true, or God's a liar, because most of what I've said, I've read to you out of the Bible. You know, the other thing that happens to us is, you know, Sunday morning in particular, not here so much, but you know, we all say, come Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit, all we want you, Holy Spirit. And then when the Holy Spirit begins to show up, we say, now go sit in the back row and don't manifest or anything and behave because, you know, we got guests and people here today. We don't want, don't want any manifestations happening. What I really believe is that the manifestations and the power of the Holy Spirit will be the thing that attracts the unchurched into the church. And we can't dumb down Christianity and say, well, we've got to have a nice little meeting and have to be set up in such a way and, oh, watch out for the wildfires. Yeah, there's going to be some people that manifest in the flesh and we need to deal with them. And a lot of times some, there is some manifestations in the flesh where people think they've got a word for the group and really that word is just for them. That doesn't happen here. But, or they give a, 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 something in tongues and they interpret it and it wasn't for the meeting, but it was for something else. Some of that stuff does happen occasionally. But just because there's some wildfires, wouldn't you rather have the Holy Spirit manifesting and the flesh wildfire something that we can put down and deal with and pastor over and have the manifestation of the Holy Spirit flowing in its full measure in the power and the authority of Jesus Christ fully manifesting in that power? We can't let Christianity, we can't let our meetings become a spectator sport where we come and gather around a meeting and listen to somebody preach a message, which is okay. We need to be taught. We need a message. But I owe you an encounter. If I'm up here, I owe you an encounter. And if I can't bring that encounter, maybe I need to sit down. 
And if you're not coming to encounter him, and if you're not coming to worship and praise him, maybe you should stay home. Oh, forgive me, Lord. <laughs> I didn't say that. that was, oh, now they're all staying home next week. No, forgive me. Do you know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> we need to bring the world an encounter, and that counter encounter comes when they encounter Jesus Christ in full authority and in full power. The world is hurting. They're diseased and sick, and, and they've got the cloak of darkness on them. And the only answer is Jesus Christ, and the only answer is his authority and power working in us. I'm going to tell you something right now. In bodily form, Jesus is not coming back until the second coming. You're the bodily form of Jesus Christ on this earth right now. And you're responsible for this generation of believers that you're around to manifest the authority and power of Jesus Christ. You are. So if you're sick all the time and if you're having all these issues all the time, how can we manifest it? How can we allow him to freely flow through us? Well, first of all, we have to understand and still believe who we are. I think it really comes through faith. Once we know in faith who we are and start stepping out in it, it's like a muscle. I really believe it's like a muscle that atrophies. We were praying with somebody that had, what, was that, what did he have? The cerebral palsy. And we saw his muscles in his legs begin to increase. And the atrophy that was in his legs began to, muscles began to appear. And he began to walk all around. Yeah, he was still using the, the thing, but he was walking all over the place. And he was like saying, I can feel, I'm two inches taller. He said, I kept saying, I'm two inches taller. Why? Because he was all like this before. And the Lord kind of just, and as I believe that he begins to use that, that the atrophy goes. Well, it's the same spiritually with us. Sometimes we've been atrophied up because we're not using the authority and the power. And it's time to do a little exercise. Start using the authority and start using the power. I'm telling you, the reason why so many miracles are happening in the healing rooms, you guys know what's going on. Those that are in the healing rooms knows what's happening. We're exercising. We have to exercise the authority and the power of Jesus Christ. Before we go in there, we come in here and get soaked in the presence of God. We lay out on the floor. We repent of anything that's not of God, and we just get in the face of God, and sometimes snot's coming down. Okay, you guys get it. But you just get on your face, and you cry out to God. And you then say, okay, it's your authority, your power. I'm decreasing. I'm letting you have free flow. And miracles, miracles are happening. Miracles should not be just happening in the healing rooms. Miracles should be the signs and wonders that accompany the authority and power of Jesus Christ in you. And it's time, church, to wake up and rise up and begin to exercise. Everybody stand. No, I was going to stand up and do jumping jacks. Don't do that. No. But do you get it? Do you understand? I really believe that over these years that people taught, well, those miracle gifts have subsided because we've got the word of God. You know, that's a good excuse, but I don't see that anywhere in the Bible. The reason why we can 
try to say those things is because we're not seeing much of them. And so we take our experience and we try to line up the Bible with our experience. We don't walk by sight. Let's start walking by faith. And just because no miracles are happening in your life right now, doesn't mean that God does not want you to walk in the miracle power of touching people. I tell you, one of the greatest miracles is a soul saved for Jesus Christ and someone being born again. One of the greatest miracles is to see somebody come out of a wheelchair in Christ and begin to dance around in Jesus Christ. Come on, one of the greatest miracles is to see the touch of God on people in their lives and to understand that our names are written in heaven and we're already seated in the heavenlies in Christ Jesus. And we're already given the authority and the power to walk in everything that heaven has. So when we pray, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed, holy is your name. Your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's not just a prayer to say. That's a, almost like a command. On earth as it is in heaven I have the power he says to bind things on the earth and they will be bound in heaven doesn't it say that in two different places in the scripture Matthew 16 and Matthew 18 and he also says that you will have the power to loose the things of heaven onto the earth because whatever is loose from heaven is loosed onto the earth we have the power in us and the authority in us to do that and to bring heaven to earth. Our mission is to bring heaven to earth. We are names. Our names are already written there. We're already there in the spirit. It says you're already seated in the heavenlies in Christ Jesus. We've already got that for all eternity. Our Basically, because we've been saved and filled with the Holy Spirit, we've already got that. Now Jesus is saying, hey, now go share it with other people. Go share it with other people. Everything I have, I've given you. Now go and walk in the power of me living in you, in the power of my spirit. Wow. wow. We could go on. I've got all kinds of, i got lots of verses here, but I'm going to, Holy Spirit, make these things real. Make these things real to us. Help us to get past our unbelief. Help us to get back past our lack of faith. Help us to begin to exercise the muscles of faith that you've given us. And understand that you've given us all authority. You've given us all power. I'm going to read Ephesians chapter 3, verse 16, starting in verse 16. That he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might through his power, through his spirit, I'm sorry, the power of his spirit, in the inner man. So it's the power of his spirit in the inner man. That Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. So Christ is going to dwell in our hearts through faith. That you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints the width, the length, the depth, the height, and to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. That you may be filled with all the fullness of God. That you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Think about that verse. 
You may be filled with all the fullness of God. I may be filled with all the fullness of God. From that place, wow, what demon can stand? What darkness can stand against that? What veil of the enemy thrown over a loved one can stand against that? When we command that veil to be lifted in the name of Jesus and the light of the glorious gospel shine upon them and that Jesus' love flow through me and touch them in the mighty name of Jesus. The power and authority is in Jesus' name. He said, cast out demons. Heal the sick. Cleanse the lepers. Raise the dead. Because freely you've received, freely received these things. Freely you've received. Freely I've given them to you. So freely give them. Part of the Great Commission. I want to leave time for the altar ministry. Um, are you all getting this? Do, do you believe it? That's probably more important than, than getting it right now. When you walk out this door, start exercising the muscle. Believe it. I'm going to tell you something that happened that we learned. I didn't know it was this many people, but we were in the healing training uh, this weekend, I think it was, and they said, Bill Johnson, everybody know who Bill Johnson is? Pretty, a lot of people do, a lot of people don't. Um, Bill Johnson is just walking in some great stuff. Bethel Church in um, Redding, California is a church that he's uh, the pastor of, but just some really cool stuff he's walking in, in these things. Matter of fact, he even has, I think, a, a DVD series on uh, the power of God, and he's got many DVD series. Anyway, it, it was said that he prayed for 500 500, this is what they said, I don't, I don't see this anywhere else, but they said it. 500 people, nothing happened. 501st person was healed, saved, and delivered, and made whole in Christ. Think about that. And they said this. Think about that. You know, could you last that long exercising your muscles of faith? I might have quit at 10 or 20 or 100 or 200 or 250 or 400. You just persevere. You believe it. If it doesn't manifest in front of you, you call for things that are not as though they are. You move on to the next one. And you know that that person, if they're not healed there, they're going to be healed in the name of Jesus. And whatever was the blockage, you don't put it on them. And you don't put them in a place of condemnation and say, well, they, did, they weren't ready. No, you just say, I don't have enough faith yet. And you move on to the next one and believe. And you move on to the next one and believe. And you move on to the next one and believe. And if every single one of you were in here and not one of you were healed today, if I laid hands on you, I still have to believe in the authority and in that power and can keep exercising that muscle and keep exercising that muscle and keep exercising that muscle. I'm going to tell you, though, once the breakthroughs start to take place, look out because you are unleashed in Jesus' name. Look out because when you start like, oh, man, my physical eye is now seeing what my spiritual eye has been seeing for a long time. Ooh. 
you get even more powerful. The muscles are built. You're strong in the spirit. you got the full armor of God on. You know that the authority you have in Jesus' name, you know that when you lay hands on the person, that whatever is the issue, it has to leave in Jesus' name. You know that you also can fill them with the power of the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit's flowing through you. You have that power. It's just we got to start exercising it and using it. I remember, I, I don't do it anymore, but there was a time when I worked out with a guy 20 years ago, and he was a weightlifter and a bodybuilder. So he says, we're going to put uh, 220 pounds on here, and you're going to push it up eight times. And I says, why don't we start with like 50? <laughs> but within two months, he had me doing 220 pounds eight times. He says, now we're going to go to 300. I, 300 pounds, really? I can't even lift 300 pounds with you and me together. He got me to do that one time. One time, but I, I lifted 300 pounds. But it was like, you know, all that exercise, exercise, exercise. Come on, exercise in the spirit realm. Atrophy, go in the name of Jesus. Spiritual atrophy, go in the name of Jesus. I command it to leave these hearts and souls, minds right now, that they be made alive in the mighty name of Jesus. And that I prophesy over you, that you will walk in the authority and the power of Jesus Christ and of his spirit. That you will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. That you will call forth things not as though they already are and they will take place. That you will declare a matter and it will be established in the mighty name of Jesus. And I call that into your life. I call you into your destiny. I say, rise up, church. Let's stand up now. Let's stand up. Um, Amy, if you could come forward. And I call you forward into the destiny and purpose that you were created for on this earth. And I ask you to just make your hand like a funnel if you can right now. Just put your hands like in a funnel or put your hands in a receiving mode, whichever you feel best at. But begin to receive, 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 receive authority in the name of Jesus, authority in the name of Jesus, power in the name of Jesus. What is already in them, begin to make it alive. Atrophy, leave in the name of Jesus. Power, strength, arise within them in the name of Jesus. Each and every one, destiny, purpose, the desire of God, flow through them. Come on, you know, you know deep in your heart that you were made for this. You know what I've been saying today is true. And you know that the revelation of Jesus Christ is hitting you right now in this area. You can put your hands down if you'd like or keep them up if you want. It's time to make an altar before the Lord and seal this once and for all. Come on, it's time. Some of us are getting a little older. We don't know for sure how many days we got left on this earth. But I do know this for sure. It's great in his destiny and purpose. And no, how many time, no matter how many times you fell, no matter how, much time, how many times you didn't walk in these things, no matter how much you didn't follow after him, no matter what happened, his love for you is still the same. And he's still calling and wooing you, whether you're 15 or whether you're 94. He's still calling and wooing you into destiny and into purpose. 
until you take your last breath on this earth you've got great destiny and purpose on this earth for him you are not called to walk in sickness you are not called to walk in disease you are not called to walk in every flu season to get the flu and every cold season to get the cold you got too much to do you got people that you need to heal you got people that need to get saved you got people that you got to touch for Jesus Christ. You don't need to be on your own bed sick. Call out to the authority and the power of Jesus' name to come upon you right now. Anyone that's in any area where they're having some struggles right now, as we prayed earlier during the offering time, break it off. Break it off. Okay, what if it doesn't happen right away? Continue to break it off. Continue to work in it. Continue to believe. I'm still coughing. I still don't feel right. Keep going. Get that atrophy off you. Get that off you in the name of Jesus. The enemy has no authority. By the way, who has the power to take the Holy Spirit and separate the Holy Spirit from Jesus and the Son of God? Does anyone? So if you have the power of the Holy Spirit in you, how can you be separated from Jesus and God in heaven's glory? Nothing can separate the Trinity. You have the living Holy Spirit in you of the living God. Begin to manifest that. Begin to manifest in that. Begin to live in that. Begin to allow Him fully to have control. Holy Spirit, come mightily. Take full control of each of these vessels in the name of Jesus right now right now um, there's some folks here that haven't received the power of the Holy Spirit in speaking in tongues as evidence please don't leave here today unless that's done the authority is great but you want the power too and Jesus said that if you ask the Father for the Spirit that he will give it to you don't be ashamed that you think you might not get it or you haven't gotten it or you don't have it yet you're going to get it today I will guarantee that today because if you ask the Father for the Holy Spirit it will happen today and you will be filled with the Holy Spirit you come and see me and we, it will take place I want you all to as a declaration and again I don't we don't want to force people into altar calls but a declaration that you're going to begin to exercise the authority and the power of Jesus. So I'm going to ask first the prayer team to come up. And the prayer team, um, if you want to be filled with the Holy Spirit, go to the prayer team and get two or three of you and the prayer team come together and begin to pray with them. Give them Luke, um, that verse that says that if you ask anything, and especially if you ask for the Holy Spirit, that he will give it to you. He's not going to give you a, bread or a brick or a stone. And then begin to pray with them in tongues. So prayer team, come up and I want you to get together. But I want you, at least two or three of you to pray for a person if you run into that today. If you want me to do that with you, I will personally. If there's anything that you'd like prayer for, we have the prayer team up here. If you just want to get and make that declaration and come forward and step forward and say, I will walk in the authority and I will walk in the power. Um, to then begin to come forward in that power and in that authority. Come.
the spirit and the bride says, come. Come. Let's begin to exercise that faith. You have the authority of Jesus Christ. You have the power of the Holy Spirit in you. Come. Come. The other thing about that power is in Acts chapter 2, Pentecost happened, and they received the power of the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 4, they asked for more, and God gave them more. I mean, I don't know how you get more of the third person of the Trinity, but he gave them more, and they walked in deeper and stronger boldness. I believe that the infilling of the Holy Spirit is something that just continues as we continue to be full because we leak because we're flesh. If you haven't, you may have walked in this power before, but you just feel like it's not there as much anymore. Come and ask for more. Just ask him for more. We're going to ask you all just to stay. If you're not coming forward, at least stay just for a couple of minutes. Repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Turn your thinking. The kingdom of heaven is now in you and at hand. The authority and the power is in you and is at hand. So I'm going to put down the mic and ask you to come forward if you, in that power and authority. Worship team, if after this song, let's worship together right now. After this song, you're dismissed in Jesus' name. You are the word of the beginning.